Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 138. Sort of a special show, lots to talk about here. It is Friday, March 31st. I'm Kellen with me, Tim. Hey, guys, how's it going? Tim here. So, yeah, the big news of the week, obviously, Galaxy S8, Galaxy S8 Plus, totally official, announced. We've spent some time with them. Um, We kind of know just about everything, pricing, when you can buy them, which is actually now we can pre-order them when they're coming out, uh, software changes, uh, new stuff like Bigsby and Dex and a new Gear 360. And there's all sorts of stuff going on. So we figured we'd mostly dedicate almost the entire show probably to Galaxy S8. If we don't, uh, or if we do run through all that stuff, there's some other stuff going on as well. Like the LG G6 is actually available at Verizon right now. Like you can walk into a store and buy one. I don't know if everyone's going to, but you can. Um, and Andy Rubin even has been teasing his new phone. So <clears throat> anyways, let's, let's just, let's talk Galaxy S8. So on Wednesday, they held Samsung, I should say, held events in New York City and London, announced the Galaxy S8. There was no secret that that's what they were doing. I mean, they, they've been calling it the Galaxy S8 themselves. So we, we knew the phones were coming. Um, but they obviously skipped MWC, took some extra time, held these standalone events and and they announced them. So they are available for pre-order right now everywhere, uh, every major carrier, uh, plus Best Buy. So thank you. Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, US Cellular has it as well. Um, I think even some of the prepaid guys do. Uh, they mentioned Straight Talk and Cricket and there may be someone I'm missing in there, but like everyone. And then Best Buy has Verizon, Sprint, ET&T models, uh, or Best Buy, I should say, has those models. They don't sell T-Mobile. Um, and then they're gonna, there's going to be an unlocked version that will arrive, or for pre-order anyway, May 9th. So you got a little ways to go on that one. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> the regular Galaxy S8 costs 750 bucks. The S8 Plus is 850 bucks. So with those, you do get... Um, bunch of stuff right didn't they say they're throwing in a hundred dollar pair of akg earbuds so you do get earbuds in there that supposedly worth a hundred bucks um you're also getting a free gear vr which is the newest version and the controller um i think when they initially announced the new gear vr mwc i I think we just assumed the controller was like a part of the bundle but it's 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 not if you actually go buy the new gear vr it's 130 bucks and then the controller is another 40 but if you yeah, it seems seems a little weird. But if you buy a Galaxy S8, they're giving you both of those. So that's a hundred and what sixty dollar value. 70. 70, 60, somewhere in there. Seventy. <clears throat> uh other people are doing other freebies as well, I think. Um, no free TVs or anything like LG did. Um Samsung, if you buy through their site, they're doing a, another special sort of bonus pack. Like if you pay an extra hundred bucks, they're throwing in like either on-ear or over-the-ear AKG headphones and a 256-gig SD card and some other stuff. And it's supposedly like a $500 value, but they're only charging you 100 bucks for it or something. Uh, and everything arrives April 21st. So pre-orders open now. You can go to any of your carrier favorite stores, online, whatever. Pre-order this guy, and it'll be here April 21st. And I don't think anyone's getting it early, right? Like Verizon, they got the G6 early, but I don't think anyone's getting it earlier than 21st. Haven't heard anything like that. Yeah. So 
that's basically the story as far as pricing, availability, all of that stuff. So uh, Tim and I were at the event <clears throat> in New York, had some hands-on time, all of that good stuff. Uh, the event was pretty big. Um, <laughs> pretty big. It, I know. mean, Samsung events are always freaking yeah. massive. Yeah, a few thousand people on hand, mostly press, but also just media. I should say, um, not personal, influencers. Is that a good way to put it? Yep. Uh, but tons of people around, right? And so they had this event. It was an hour long and they showed off the phones, um, obviously. Showed off new Gear 360 and they gave everyone in attendance the new Gear 360, which I don't even know when that thing goes on sale or how much it's going to cost. Do we know that? Uh, I don't write off. But yeah, <laughs> I, well, when I wrote it up, we don't have we didn't have pricing and we didn't have availability. So I'm assuming it's still unknown. Yeah. But so anyway, we anyway, got them. Yeah, we have them. I, <laughs> it's probably in a drawer already, but we do have them and... Uh, they changed it. We can talk more about that later. But they gave everyone one of those. They showed off some demos for Dex, which is their computer thing. We'll, we'll talk more about that too. Uh, anyways, the hour got done. We ran out, grabbed all the phones we could, and spent quite a bit of time with them, I'd say. Would you say we probably spent like an hour with the phones probably? Yeah, an hour. Solid. <clears throat> so uh, hands-on videos up. If you guys haven't seen that yet, you should check it out. It's a pretty good overview for the short amount of time that we had. It's about a five-minute long video. But uh Let's see. So you want to just do like, should we run through specs, confirm those? Or you want to just talk like straight up impressions on just what you think after spending some time there? Let's overview the phone with the specs. I think that would help put things into perspective. Okay. So specs wise, a lot of this stuff's leaked, right? We, I mean, this, these phones leaked like crazy. It got boring after a while, but they both launched Android 7.0 Nougat. So not 7.1. It's kind of disappointing, but Samsung. Uh, they run Snapdragon 835 processors in the US, which we knew. Smaller guy, the S8 has a 5.8-inch Infinity Super AMOLED Quad HD Plus display. And the Galaxy S8 does indeed have a 6.2-inch version of that. 3,000 milliamp hour battery in the little guy, 3,500 milliamp hour in the big guy. They each have 64 gigs uh, internal storage to start with, and those are upgraded to UFS 2.1, so faster storage. Uh, SD card slots, 4 gig RAM. Same 12 megapixel camera on the back, f1.7. They haven't improved. Um, it's I should say it's, I shouldn't say that. It's not a new sensor. It's the same camera that was in the S7 and the Note 7. Dual uh, pixel. Yeah, it's that dual pixel technology, but it's still just a single camera, just so we don't confuse anyone. Um, I think they said they've improved like the algorithm or something. So the picture should look better, but it's, it's the same camera. Uh, However, on the front side, they did put an eight megapixel camera up there at F 1.7 as well. So last year's were five megapixel. Now it's eight Uh, IP 68 water and dust resistance type C ports still have three and a half millimeter headphone jacks, NFC MST for Samsung pay. Of course, fingerprint readers on the backside iris scanners like we saw on the note seven and then they come in a whole bunch of colors and stuff so i'm already seeing a lot of chit chat in the uh in the chat i mean people saying the battery sizes suck i mean i mean just real quickly if you think about it uh speaking purely on the galaxy s8 the standard uh 5.8 inch super amoled qhd display um so we're Pushing a lot of pixels here, but 3,000 milliamp hour battery. That's pretty darn good, especially if you think about what other companies are doing, uh, especially with uh, the U Ultra from HTC. Uh, that thing has a, what, 5.7 inch display yeah. and the secondary ticker, and it's got a smaller 
it's got, oh, it's got, it's got the same, same. 3000 milliamp hour battery, non-removable, of course. But I, I don't know if there's much really to complain about with the overall spec sheet of this phone. Like nothing comes off like that's wrong or they should have done this and that. I mean, it's got the newest Snapdragon processor, which should hopefully cut back on how much power you're using. I mean, that's always like the goal, right? You can yeah. up the specs, but with the new processor, it should manage all that. That is one of the big improvements supposed to be with the A35 is that I, we don't really have battery tests obviously yet. So the only thing I will say is <clears throat> the battery for the, when you match it up to the display size, I would say it is small. Um, if you compare it to the size of the phone, you kind of go, all right, they, ma- they they put the biggest, probably the biggest battery they could fit in there. Whereas somebody like the U Ultra with HTC, you have this ginormously, ridiculously sized phone and only a 3,000 milliamp hour battery. I, I think people should be worried a little bit because 5.8 inch, we're talking huge display battery that's not really that huge when you compare it to that. Like last year, it was 3,000 milliamp hour battery, five inch display. So you were powering less of a display. So I think people should be a little bit worried, but hopefully the Snapdragon 835 there is. Uh, is as efficient as it should be. I think it's just going to be your standard battery experience, right? Like you're not yeah, going to see sure. two days of life. I mean, you'll just yeah. get a solid day. And that's pretty much all we ever get. Like, why are we expecting more? I guess, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think anyone should expect probably more than a day. Right. A and, day max, probably. And, and like you said, 5.8 inch with relation to the 3000 milliamp hour battery. But the phone has no, it's, has no size to it. It's a huge display, but there's no no bulkiness, no girth to the phone, really. It's so small. I think Samsung really sort of stretched it, even putting the 3,000 milliamp hour in there. So, yeah, yeah this, I mean, like, you, yeah, we don't, have, we don't have battery impressions or anything, so that's just going to have to wait. But I'm not too concerned about it yet. I, yeah. I, we'll know right away, probably, whether yes. or not battery life is going to be garbage or not. I would, I would imagine Samsung's probably not going to release a phone if the battery life lasts, like, five hours, right? But, yeah, is it going to... Is it going to get you through a day? That's going to be the worry because that's it. That, they're huge display. You know, and the other one's 6.2 inch uh, on the S8 Plus, and it's a 3,500 milliamp hour battery. That's actually smaller than the S7 Edge. S7 Edge had a 3,600 milliamp hour. So I, I, I think people ha- should be concerned a little bit that these are massive displays and the battery sizes didn't change. Um, <clears throat> but like we were just talking, they probably fit the biggest batteries in these things they could. Like when you hold these phones in your hand, there's nothing extra. There's no extra fluff. There's no extra space. Like it's all display. And then in the backside, they packed in like the camera and the battery and all that stuff. So they probably utilize the space well on like LG in the V20 and HC in the Ultra, but you should still be a little concerned about the size. So yeah, uh, but more storage, 64 gig more storage out of the box which is awesome like i was looking at my pixel today and uh it was at like 26 u's out of the 29 available so 64 gauge start is uh that should be pretty standard i think for flagship phones going forward because 32 is just not enough anymore what else did they change though so the fingerprint reader on the back um you and i held both phones right small one and the big one it's in a weird spot <clears throat> and you're going to touch your camera and goop that thing up. It's just like we talked, like, I mean, you wrote an entire piece about how it was a terrible idea to put it where they put that thing. And I don't think our opinions changed after holding the phones. Like it's still a bad spot. Yeah, not at all. It still comes off as a super like afterthought and a rush decision. Um, we now know pretty much 
that Samsung has been working with Synaptics. They really wanted to implement this fingerprint reader in the display kind of front panel glass. And they just, apparently they ran out of time. So when we look at the front of the phone and we say, wow, look at how Samsung changed up the game. The entire game is like different now, thanks to Samsung. And then you turn it over and you see the back of the phone and it just looks like a mess. You've got yeah, that uh, you got that heart rate monitor. You've got the camera, and then um, symmetrically lined with all of that is the fingerprint reader. And it just it does not look good. And it it really looks like an afterthought. And it's unfortunate, right? Because like I said, the front looks amazing. And then you turn it over and you're like, ah, crap. It's like oh, the same yeah. Samsung crap. <laughs> so. Yeah, it is. It is kind of odd. Yeah, the backside they just look like any Samsung phone, but with this random fingerprint reader on the side, but they've done some other things like there's face detect now that you can unlock and there's an iris scanner you can unlock. So they're trying to get people almost a little bit away from the fingerprint reader, but yeah, look, I don't want the iris scanner burning my eyebrow, my eyeballs out and the face detect stuff is what it is. I hated it back in the day on ice cream sandwich or whatever. So I will use the fingerprint reader. Actually, I'll probably just use smart lock so that I don't even have to touch the damn thing, but uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's so many ways around now using a fingerprint reader. Like we all wanted a fingerprint reader on our phones, but now Samsung has managed to put it in such a place where I don't even want to touch the thing, <laughs> right? Like I don't want to dirty up the phone. And I will say, you know, with um, talking about the size real quick, the S8, it's much more accessible on the S8 in terms of like the size and where your finger needs to go. On the S8 Plus, at least for my hands, you know, I don't have like super small hands or I have really long fingers. It was hard to actually reach up and as when I'm holding the phone, reach up and get to that position. Um, what I needed to do is sort of hold my hand up all all the way <clears> more <throat> high. Yeah, I kind of had to do that shimmy that we talk about uh, in order hate, to reach it. We, we don't like shimmies. Shimmy. Exactly. We're not good dancers. We can't shimmy. So the fact is, it's a, still, in my mind, a terrible fingerprint reader placement. And like my huge hope is that Samsung will maybe learn from this, you know, like, like I said, right, they maybe ran out of time. So maybe for the Note 8 or Galaxy S9, uh, we'll see something different, like that implementation with synaptics and all that. So I get the feeling that placement won't last long. It can't. It can't. I mean, but the fact is they, they removed it completely from the front. They gave us on-screen buttons like Samsung did big things and I will credit them for that. It's just like, this afterthought placement of the fingerprint reader is like a real turn off. Yeah. Not deal breaker, just a turn off. It is. Uh, so we also got type C ports on the bottom. <laughs> thankfully we had that in the note seven, but that phone obviously disappeared and died. Uh, let's see. We also got big speed. Mm. talk a little bit about big. So big speed is the virtual interface. So Samsung announced this a week ago. We talked about it last week. And there is a dedicated Bigsby virtual assistant virtual interface button on the side of the phone. So you can, la- you can launch Bigsby whenever. Um, <clears throat> let's see. So we played with Bigsby a little bit. And the demo units, Bigsby was basically broken and apparently purposefully broken. So there's supposed to be a voice interaction with Bigsby where you open it up and say, hello, Bigsby. And then you can ask it questions or use it like you would any sort of virtual assistant and have it do things for you, like call people or text people or whatever. Uh, that was like turned off on all of the phones they let us play with. So what we were left with was Bixby as a Google now replacement, which I'm sorry. I just, I don't have time for that, but I guess it could be good. I shouldn't totally discredit it yet, but so it was that. And then they also included this feature that uses the camera. 
where you could point it at like a building or a monument or a mountain or something and it'll give back information about that thing or you could point it at a product and it will then sort of shop for you through partners yeah i feel like that's not new tech all at all like aren't there other camera apps that do that's right what was that called google google goggles google goggles that's right so it's it's not even like a new thing necessarily yeah um but that's included in bixby so I don't think either of us walked away going, man, Bigsby's like a game changer. And Samsung has said it's new uh, and that it'll improve and all this stuff. But do, are any of us going to be around long enough with this thing to care or use it enough for Samsung to put time into it? I'm not I'm not sure it, on that. Yeah, Samsung on stage at least and during the demo um, did not give me any reasons to be like, wow, I need to have Bigsby mm-hmm. like stat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need you big speed. I mean, one of the cool things, yeah, is that, yeah, I can point it at something. And if I don't know what it is, like it can possibly identify it for me and show me where I can buy it. Like, that's cool, but that's not going to work for everything. That's going to work for a very select portion yeah. of things, right? Like maybe a pair of well-known shoes or, you know, like a bicycle or something. But like, if I see a, a piece of art or maybe like a one-off thing, like it's never going to work. So yeah. Uh, kind of hard to say, uh, right now I'm not like huge into Bigsby, but we'll see, like, I'm definitely going to try it when it comes and like, I'll try and use it. I'm taking it for a spin. Yeah. Take it for a spin. I'm disappointed that they put in the hardware button, this dedicated hardware for it. Like the hell is that? Can I remap that button for a camera shortcut or something? Even though the power button already doubles as the camera shortcut. Hopefully they will let you, hopefully they give you, you know how you could turn S voice off and on and everyone right. turned it off. Hopefully you can turn Bixby off and, uh, and remap that sucker. Wouldn't that remap be nice? it for Google assistant, even though you can already long press on home for Google assistant. Yeah. Um, I don't remap know. Just something, something. anything for yeah, the people who don't want Bixby. Yeah, because otherwise then you just have, like, that's the thing. If they don't allow you to remap it, you really do just have this dedicated hardware button for that nothing. does nothing. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Waste of space. Yeah. Um, so let's see. So so we held each phone. We played with them each. Just like, what's your initial reaction? Initial reaction is, wow, holy crap. This is a really sweet phone. Um, the S8 feels amazeballs in hand. Like, it feels like unlike any other phone. Actually, I will say it does feel like one phone. And if any of you guys know about the, I think it's the Honor Magic um, that was released limited, limitedly, exclusively in China. And that phone is very similar to the SA. I mean, it's like no bezel on the front. It's very rounded. feels really good in your hand. Um, but here in America, uh, the SA feels like unlike any other phone, right? I mean, it just feels like um, super glassy, but sort of like this buttery, smooth glass where it's like, if you put this thing on your desk, it's going to scratch and be ruined. <laughs> so we'll see about that. But other than that, initial impressions are, I got to have one like right now. I need it. it. It was one of those things where we, we you grab the phone and we both just kind of gravitated towards the purpley orchid gray version. Yeah. Uh, really nice though. Yeah. You, you hold it in hand and it doesn't feel like it has an obnoxious edge to the display. You know, like the Note 7 had curved, double curved sides to it. They didn't call it an edge display. Just had, or no, did they say double? I can't remember. Anyway, they're not even calling this like an edge display because it's just curved glass. This is sort of like the growing of the edge display, right? Like the S6 Edge had this crazy... No, I should say the Note Edge, that disaster of a phone, had that one edge. (laughs) 
And then we had the S6 Edge and then the S7 Edge. <clears throat> and then we have this. And they're not even calling it an Edge display. It's just like, that's just part of Samsung now. So uh, it didn't bother me. And I'm not necessarily a fan of, of previous Edge displays. But like you just hold it in hand. It feels just like this premium, tight smartphone little package. And all you see is giant display. And of course, it's a Samsung AMOLED panel. And their panels are always typically the best. Um, has on-screen buttons. Which we immediately, by the way, in case you were looking for that confirmation, you can rearrange them. I shouldn't say you can fully customize the arrangement, but you can flip the arrangement on the on the on-screen navigation buttons to putting the back button on the left side, which is the standard Android version, which we did immediately. It was like one of the first things we did. Uh, but Samsung's even doing some weird things like letting you customize the color of that navigation bar when you're in apps. Like they're just they threw some other things in there, which is kind of cool. But the software just looks a little bit cleaner than normal. Um but it still sort of has that UI vibe from the NuGet update that came to the S7s. Uh, new app drawer and things like that. But overall, just the phone feels... It just it feels and looks like no other smartphone. Like Tim and I have been using G6s for a good week or so now. And while the G6 is a really nice looking phone, and I don't want to call it dated next to the S8s, but they just look... Like you have the, the G6, which was crazy when they pushed out this phone that had this massive display and tiny bezels. And then the S8, like it, it, it just, it just jumps up another level. Like Samsung goes, that's, that's cute. LG. We like what you did there. Good job. But here's this. And it's like this curved display that takes up everything. And it's just, it's, they did a really, really good job. I think obviously we need to review these things, but it just is like Samsung just seems to have been ever since they came out with the S6s and they redesigned everything. They just keep getting better and better and better in terms of design and just how phones feel in hand. It's pretty Pretty remarkable, actually. Right. Um, do you think it's an upgrade from the Pixel Pixel XL? Uh, in terms of hardware, yeah. Um, but it's kind of hard to say software-wise. We'll need to spend some more time with it. But leave it to Samsung to implement on-screen buttons and then allow people to customize it. You know, like, who 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 does that? And it, it was... And it's well, such LG's a, done that forever. You've been able to customize with LG forever. You can add extra buttons and crap. Oh, LG, dude, yeah, of course you can add extra buttons. I'm talking about the color. Sorry, specifically oh, just about the color. Well, and LG at least did gray, black, couple of colors. That's not being able to customize. Like, I that, know. I'm, just, that I'm is, trying not to give Samsung too much credit here. I, I appreciate the color. Kellen doesn't appreciate the color. Um, I, I, <laughs> it's, L, so, like you like said... 20 years. Yeah, the G6, uh, I'm still using it, right? We'll have our reviews up soon. And But when I left the event, you know, and I had to go back to using the G6, you're, you're sort of right. Like, it's definitely not outdated, of course, right? This phone has a very minimal bezels, and it feels really good in hand. But, like, almost comparing it to the S8 isn't fair. Like, you, you just have to feel both of them in hand at the same time to be like, wow, the G6 just isn't on the same level as the S8 in terms of just design, right? It's a right. fantastic phone. It's got water resistance, great cameras and all that. LG's best phone to date by far. I mean, it's- absolutely. But it, it really just sort of proves to me, or at least shows a little bit how maybe far ahead in the design of things uh, that Samsung is compared to LG, right? Not that it's a bad phone. It's just that they are so different yet similar, right? So LG came out with this 18 by nine, uh, aspect ratio display. Sam's like, yeah, we could do that too. And they just seem to do it like way better. So we'll see. Yeah, like- I, I do feel bad for everyone else in the game because Samsung's doing what they just did with the S8. 
um, in terms of hardware design. And everyone else is still putting out stuff that just looks like phones we've had for years. Maybe that's not that fair to everyone else, but it's that's what, it's, it's what Samsung fair. just did is it these phones just don't look like anything we've ever seen in a phone. Now, are they going to be nice to use? I don't know. Maybe there's too much damn screen. We'll we'll find that out. But just in terms of the way they look and the way they feel in hand, pretty pretty good stuff from Samsung. Yeah, Mr. Blitz comments the LG uh, LG's design is different in the way that you can actually hold it. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of those things we need to find out for sure, right? Like right. spend a week with spend Samsung's week new with phones them. and see if we get annoyed by them. We don't know yeah. right now yet. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. You know, like if I'm taking it in out of my pocket, maybe I'll get those accidental touches or something like that. I mean, there's always something. I definitely didn't have any up. issues in the like hour or so we spent with them. Of course, right? So we'll see, <laughs> but so far yeah. so good. I mean, we're up here talking all this already, so I can only imagine after a week of having the phone or something like that. Yeah, who knows? Maybe really I'll be feel. hating all over the display in like a week's time or a couple weeks' time. It's totally possible. I will yeah. say, um, going back to the G6 real quick, one thing that annoys me about this 18 by 9 uh, is that if I'll be in an application and then I'll always get this pop-up saying, oh, you need to um, like optimize the setting of the app to get it to fit properly or blah, blah, blah. It's just sort of like it's an annoying little thing, right? Like once you set the app up for that and properly it'll be fine moving forward but like little pop-ups like that sort of bug me like something should just work out of the box right or i didn't notice but samsung's probably going to have the same damn notice aren't they it's totally possible i didn't notice in the on on the phone but uh it's possible i'm sure sure there's there's going to be a setting in samsung to either auto stretch all of your apps or or it's going to remind you to because it's the same thing right they both have essentially the same weird resolution so i imagine it's going to happen on on those s8s too we shall see uh steve in the chat says does anyone know if there are demo units at best buy and yes i can confirm i've had a few people say that best buy already has them up Mm -hmm. uh for checking out so Go check them out. Uh, pretty yeah, sure. If you have a Best Buy near, I think you. I would call ahead first, but I think so, sure. uh, quite a few of the Best Buys. Yeah, we're supposed to get demo units by today. Yeah. You compare it to the Pixel, though. I've I've seen some people argue that these phones aren't better than the Pixel phones, and I'm not here to argue against that. Um, but like you said, hardware design. I think these phones are ahead. Obviously, software is is where these things differentiate for a lot of us. Like. Do we want stock Android with updates or do you want Samsung's version with TouchWiz that never gets updates? It's tough to say. Uh, and it's the same camera, right? So, I mean, I, I, would, I would argue that the Pixel cameras might still slightly be better than Samsung. So oh. Pixels might still have a better camera and they get software updates. And yeah, they do look like iPhones, but it's going to be tough, but there's no water resistance on Pixel phones. So yeah, that'll be tough. I think a lot of our readers um, who bought Pixel phones certainly aren't seeing a reason to upgrade unless they just, you know, have lots of money to blow on smartphones. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every phone these days has like its ups and downs. And I guess the plus for LG is that people are actually comparing the S8 to the G6 when really those are the only two phones out right now that can be compared to one another. I think overall. Yeah. I mean, the Pixel is good. The Pixel has an A21 just like a G6. Come on, dude. Like I... I, I love the Pixel, don't get me wrong, but I'm just talking about 2017 phones. Like I know, but the G6, you could argue, is like a 2016-built phone with a 2017 <laughs> face. Sure, you could. You could. I mean, if you're overly concerned about the processor that you're running, yeah, um, you could you could do that comparison. But speaking purely just 2017 phones, right? I mean, I think LG 
did good and they should be proud of what they got, even because people are comparing it to the S8, which seems like such a futuristic, I guess, phone. Um, Have we seen any initial reports about like how the LG G6 pre-order situations gone? Because the G6 actually isn't even in storage yet, right? Other than Verizon, it doesn't come out until next week. So, yeah. But I don't know that we've seen like if LG's running around going, it's the best pre-ordered LG phone ever. I don't I don't know that we've seen any of that. Meanwhile, Samsung's like, this is going to be our best selling phone ever. They've already said that, I believe. I believe they told that to Reuters or something. They were like, how will it not be? I mean, this phone is, will. Yeah. Oh, man. They are expensive, though. I mean, a lot of people are with carriers and they do device payment plans. So it obviously reduces some of the costs there. But 750 and 850 these are not, these are not affordable phones. Not, uh, not completely affordable, but it's pretty competitive if you're comparing it to iPhones. And plus, I mean, considering that the storage starts at 64 and like that's it, like that, that was like, in my opinion, a genius move. And then you've got the expandable storage. Like, really, do people need any more onboard storage? I don't know. But I think the pricing is pretty darn good for what you're getting. I mean, it, think about it. (laughs) It just, the IP68. The iris scanning, that gorgeous display, just the way it feels. If you haven't picked up the phone and you're like contemplating it, just go to a Best Buy, check it out, and maybe you'll see what I'm at least talking about, like this being an awesome phone. We'll see. I mean, I I don't have it in my house yet, and once I do, I'll have a much better understanding probably, but I'm like totally blinded right now by... Got them Samsung goggles on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I was at the event, just had had a blast. Phone felt great, and I really want to get it in my hand. But until then, I don't know. Yeah, they were uh, they were good phones in the time we spent with them. Yeah, that, that orchid gray color, best color by far. The black one's fine. Don't get me wrong. Black one looks fine. Black phones are just kind of boring again. I know everyone's like thinking black phones are the hotness again. Did we? <laughs> we didn't really get a good look at the silver one. One thing I will say is Samsung put a black front on all of the phones. So like you don't have any weird ones that have like they they make like a white version that's like white bezels and looks odd, right? They all have black fronts, so they all look like it's just a full black experience on the front, which I thought was a smart idea. Yeah, you know, like the Pixel phone doesn't the white, yeah, the white, the white and silver Pixel phone has like a white front. It just looks weird. Right, it's like it's like Apple released that red iPhone and has a white front. It just looks stupid. So Uh, yeah, all the S eights are black. Mister Blitz asks a very serious question. Do you think a pretty phone is worth the premium? But dude, that is my point. The S8 and S8 Plus are not just pretty. Uh, They come with crazy features, right? You've got that full water resistance. You've got excellent cameras. Uh, You've got Bixby. That's worth a couple hundred bucks right there. 64 gigs of onboard storage. I mean, usually you're, you're paying a premium for 64 gigs of storage typically, and that's just the base. So... And it's got fast charging, wireless, and wired. Dude, I mean, the list goes on about what these phones really offer. And it's always been that way with Samsung's sort of flagship phones. Like, they've got the best of the best. So, it's not just a pretty phone. It's it's a very functional phone that has everything you might want in a smartphone. You got Samsung Pay, which is better than Android Pay because you can use it pretty much anywhere. So, my bank still doesn't offer Samsung Pay, but that's okay. It's a story for another day. One thing I think Samsung's done the last few years, especially the last two years, is they they actually do pack every single thing into a smartphone they can. And so the, the last couple of years, we've seen prices have been pretty high. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily know that Samsung left anything out. I mean, they're even including the damn headphone jack, it's which everyone headphone else seems to people. think go away. So I don't, 
like that's one thing like the, their prices are high uh, these are not you know affordable phones like you're probably gonna buy them on a payment plan because they're expensive as hell but uh they do pretty much include everything so outside of really really big batteries they uh they pretty much include it all which is you know something you can't say for like google wanted a premium and they didn't they didn't have water resistance or sd card slots seriously you know lg's charging a decent they're not going crazy it's like 650 i think for the g6 which is which is probably about right and but they included almost everything they just don't have the newest processor so i can hear the the reverse beeping of samsung's money truck backing up to my place yeah they're gonna i think they're gonna sell a lot of these phones that's yeah. for sure uh let's see so we talked about colors like i think we both like that gray version orkin yeah is, it's not bad it's pretty orkin. subtle yeah. Yeah, all of them seem actually pretty subtle. Not too um, so. On the S7, S7 Edge, there was that silver platinum color that was extremely reflective. None of these really had that look to me, um, being like you could use it as a mirror. So that's a plus for taking yeah, photos they don't really of it. Reflective. That's a good way to put it because we didn't we use the purple ones for our videos and stuff, and they while we were touching them a lot, didn't really have a fingerprint issue. So I don't know if they've changed sort of the coating on the back of the phones. No, we didn't really use a black one much, so I don't know. But like the purple ones we use, they didn't really gum up with nasty fingerprints and stuff, which was, which was nice because we don't, we don't see that often where phones somehow resist showing fingerprints. Tom's asking if I have an S8 house. We do not have an S8 house. They told us no review units were ready. Um, I think there's a couple of sites that might have one. Um, we don't have that kind of relationship with Samsung. They they hate us. So we don't have any review units at this time. If we do, we'll we'll probably let you guys know. <clears throat> um, yeah, so Bigsby's kind of silly. Um, the phones are expensive. The batteries aren't huge. What's there not to like? So those kinds of things. Uh, yeah. It's got a headphone jack, and those are antiquated, so it can yeah. hit on that. Why it's got USB Type C, which Type-C. that's like too futuristic. Yeah. Uh, what don't I like? I mean, come on, dude, that's pretty tough. So it's good. What, what I'm going to find interesting is which phone people are going to choose. Like, I think you and I both are totally fine with the regular version. Um. I don't know why people would need to jump up further. I guess they just want the biggest damn screen they can possibly get. But the regular S8 has a 5.8 inch display. Like that's huge. That's bigger than Note 7. That's it's almost a six inch display. Except the the overall size isn't huge. It's you know it's slightly taller than the regular S7. So you can now buy a smallish phone, right, and have a huge 5.0 inch display. Um, and then you can go really nuts and go 6.2 inch on the SA plus and the SA plus it's big. It doesn't feel enormous by any means. So that's, what's so crazy is like people like me who are always saying, give me the smallest phone I could have. Uh, I can now get fairly small. And the same thing with the G six though. Like I can have a fairly small phone with a giant display. Yeah. It's good times right now to be buying smartphones. That's for sure. It's great times. All right, let's see. So related news, Samsung DeX. Samsung DeX is uh, Samsung thinking people want their smartphone to also be a computer, apparently. So this stuff leaked um, also, but Samsung DeX is official and it's essentially a dock that you dock your Galaxy S8 or S8 Plus in. And that dock hooks up to peripherals like a monitor, keyboard, mouse. And then when you dock it, it pulls up this like desktop UI and then you can use your apps, check email, 
used Microsoft Office products. I'm Adobe sure you can take products. calls, although I don't know if they showed that, but you know, there's some Adobe. I don't get it. Now, I may be the ultimate hater of all things, but Dex seems like the stupidest waste of money that Samsung could ever spend any time on whatsoever. Who the hell, who, who wants their phone to also be a computer? An underpowered, probably terribly performing, featureless computer. I don't. I, I don't know where you're coming from with this underpowered crap performance. So it's got a Snapdragon 835, dude. We're talking about powering a computer. It, what, we're not powering a computer. It's a smartphone. It's all running on the smartphone, dude. On a big UI. You're trying to oh multitask. <laughs> it is the stupidest thing ever. Everyone's tried this. Everyone's tried to make their phone a computer. I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, I have a computer right here. In it terms works. of yeah, in terms of having your phone turn into something, this this is a good implementation, I think, compared to like a lap dock. Like from the videos we've seen, like it actually sort of looks legit if it's something you actually wanted for 150 bucks and already have a monitor, wireless keyboard, wireless mouse. If you got all that stuff already for 150 bucks, you get decks and they were you bragging can about windows. dragging and dropping files. Like that was like a feature they actually bragged about. It's pretty dope, dude. That's like a Windows 91 like feature. It's cheaper than getting a Chromebook in addition. Well, you because well, it's stuck to being a desktop, so that's only one of the downsides. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem terrible. Um, it works. It's not portable. <laughs> no, it's not portable. And yeah, so I don't know the way they the way that they sort of market it was for those media content maker on uh enterprise people and why those people wouldn't already have like a good desktop right. i don't know or a macbook or something like so yeah i don't know who this is exactly for who doesn't already have a desktop i have no idea but this is i scandal. do not know who this is for and no one has to buy this right this is not like we're definitely not going to be saying this is a necessary accessory you need for the error or else i can write the clickbait title right now it's like the one thing you need to have for uh for your sa blah 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 like, it you is just, not dex yeah, and you don't you don't need this. It's something if you think you'll find it useful, then go for it. It's only 150 bucks, which I actually don't think is all that much, and it doubles as a charger for your phone. That's so, charger. yeah. So if you already thought it was useful, then you get a little bit more functionality out of it while it charges your phone. So, you so. essentially, like you have your computer set up, you have the dock also connected. You can flip between inputs on a monitor. So if you want to access some stuff on your phone when it's docked and charging, you could do that. Like I could see that, right? Yeah. And as long as you could then connect your keyboard or mouse to two computers at once, potentially flip between. But I just don't see why anyone would go, oh yeah, I'm going to ditch my Windows, Chromebook, Mac, whatever, and have Dex. If it's an accompanying computer system, that maybe, I still don't know why you would use it over other stuff. The fact that, uh, you know, once you hook it up to a monitor um, and it does, it has a different UI, right? It has like a, a desktop UI, sort of like a Chromebook. Um, I think it, I, I, I just, I don't see it being a terrible idea for anyone who doesn't want to spend money on an extra Chromebook or something who doesn't need it to be portable. I don't know. I'm not the person they're trying to sell it to, so I can't. I don't tell know who you. they're trying to sell it to. That's what Somebody, I'm trying to get at. Like, I don't know who this is for. Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you because, but, yeah, like 
you, you mentioned enterprise people or people in offices, which seemed like what they kept showing off was like enterprise yeah. people in office situations. And those people have real computers because they use apps that like are not just a crappy smartphone app. It, I, I don't know. We'll see. I bet it's dead and before the S9 ever shows up. Eh. We'll see. I mean, it's just like, it's just not something I'm going to concern myself with, right? Because I'm not interested and apparently our readers aren't interested. It's like, I I'm, think, so I just won't I mean, I don't think talk anyone about is it. interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's 150 bucks. Like you mentioned, arrives late April, potentially. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> I'm definitely. And I'll do the DL show like, and I'll write, I'll write posts from it exclusively from Dex. It's going to be awesome. Hangouts works on Dex. Yeah. It might. It could. But I'm just, as, as somebody's kind of mentioning, as Austin just mentioned, he said, Samsung, please focus on UI and software and stop with the gimmicks. That That's sort of where I'm really going is like Samsung, stop spending time on Dex. Spend time like making just UI better. All Whatever you can do to make your phones the greatest things on earth, I'm cool with that. And I don't know that that's expanding into a desktop format. Hmm. But it's there. That and Bixby will be hanging out in the graveyard in a year, I bet. Yikes. Throwing shade. Yeah. Samsung does some good things. They don't do they don't do everything good. All right. Uh let's see. I, I don't know if I mentioned the best deal is Best Buy. They're doing $50 off the S8 and a hundred dollars off the S8 Plus. So if you want the best deal, Best Buy is actually Best Buy is actually it. That's not if you have a Best Buy. You can order it online too. Uh all right. So we asked we asked everyone if they were buying this guy. Early, early I haven't looked in a while. Early on, it was looking like most people weren't. Let's see what it is now. 58% of readers say, uh-uh, not buying. 26% said Galaxy S8 Plus. 16% said the S8. Interesting. They're all making a terrible mistake. S8's the way to go. <laughs> Let's see if I can find S8 why. Plus is big. You're going to be shocked when you get that thing in your hands. Like If you haven't gone to Best Buy or whatever to feel it, that thing is big. Uh, feels a lot bigger and a little less usable than the standard S8. My opinion, of course. So I'm looking. He's looking. <laughs> well, I pulled up an old poll. I was trying to see if we ran the same poll last year. And uh, <laughs> this is weird. I don't exactly. What was the timing of this poll? On February 22nd, which might, must have been like right at MWC. We asked if people were buying S7, S7 Edge, or G5. Mm. And uh, none of the above was chosen at 39%. And then in second was the G5 at 35%. And then combined, the S7 Edge and S7 were only at 26%. Like, did an LG forum come like spam our poll? Because no one bought the G5 and everyone hated on it like immediately. I mean, it's possible that LG retweeted that from like Twitter or something. Yeah, because that seems weird. So we must not have just asked straight up about the S7 because I wanted to see, but apparently people loved the G5 last year. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, anyway, so so almost 60% of our readers said, no, I'm sticking with And I think a lot of people are sticking with their Pixel because I think a lot of our readers have Pixel phone. It's going to be a tough choice. Like, do you upgrade? Like, if you own the Pixel or even if you own the S7, like, is it worth upgrading to the S8 for? It's a good question. And I just don't know that I don't know that it, it's worth an upgrade after a year, but 
it's going to be tempting, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for all those people. Um, it makes it kind of hard, but because I always want to have the latest and greatest. So, but is it worth an upgrade? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's tough, right? You're not it getting is tough. a huge improvement, but it overall, is an improvement. But then it has that crazy display, right? Crazy display. It depends on if you want a fingerprint reader on the front or weirdly <laughs> placed on the back. I think that's what it comes down to, right? They both got the water resistance. Both have fine. I'm pretty much the same dual pixel camera. It, how much is Bigsby worth to you? <laughs> is it worth the upgrade? I will say I got an email from Sprint and they're offering this Galaxy Forever promotion where if you uh, buy the S8 on a payment plan, then 12 months later, they'll give you the next Galaxy S phone um, on sort of like the same thing, right? Where you don't have to pay upgrade fees or anything like that. It's a year to year lease. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're on Sprint and want sort of like you want to keep getting that new Galaxy phone, that's a good way to good way to maybe go about it. Um, but yeah, as for upgrade, that's tough. If you're on a Pixel, sorry, like I know you love your updates and all that, but sell that thing. Just try out the S8. You can always resell it on Swap if you buy it outright or just, you know, do whatever you got to do. Uh, just try out the S8. I think you might really like it. Um, I love it for like a year before the S8 ever touches. Seven oh, Android. Oh, way. it's nothing. Uh, well, what do you get? Window in window or whatever picture in picture. It's nothing. Uh, the fact of the matter is pixel doesn't even have water resistance, man. And I don't know about everyone else. Maybe they all live in places where it doesn't rain or whatever. I just love the idea of going out and doing what I'm just not worrying about my phone getting wet and all that stuff. Like it really just adds sort of like that, like that security that I don't need to worry about my phone breaking if I drop it in water or something. No, I don't know. Say you drop it like six inches and it's going to crack all that glass all over everything. That happens with every phone. Um, but at least you're protected from water. If you drop it in a pool, you're good to go. If you drop a pixel in the pool, you're screwed. Oh, there's a whole bunch of YouTubers that think you can just hose that thing off unofficially. Just, yeah, I know. Everything's a big conspiracy. Yeah, um, you can freeze the phone and it'll work just yeah. fine. Put it in an oven at 400 degrees and it'll work fine. Microwave. I don't care what you do. The, the fact of the matter is Samsung at least advertises that you can do this, right? So, um. Yeah, the Pixel would get updated way better, and the SA probably won't. But I don't. Does America care about that? Yes, I know the Android nerds care. Android oh, yeah. life people care. We all care about updates. The rest of the world the, clearly doesn't. Yeah, exactly. The millions and millions of people who who buy this phone, I guess they don't care. So, yeah, which is kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. We're the we're the minority. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's see. So, April twenty first is three weeks away basically we'll have phones at some point in time we don't know when but we'll hopefully have them soon soon i was gonna give them that full review action oh yeah big time looking forward to them g6 though review will be up next week uh g6 is a fine phone uh the camera's slow is it's frustrating other than that the g6 is a nice little phone yeah good job lg all right so anything else about the s8 that you want to talk about the unlocked one we mentioned that not till May 9th. Uh, the unlocked ones that were sold last year were not good buys if you care about software updates. That's for sure. I don't think Samsung made any promises about this this year's unlocked being any different. So uh, be careful there. 
you do wait around and it's launching May 9th or no pre-orders are May 9th. We don't even know when it's arriving. <clears throat> yeah. Not, not much else to say. I think I think we've said it all. 50 minutes on the subject. I think we got <laughs> I think we got through it. If you guys have any other questions yeah. though, let us know. Some uh I've seen stereo speakers brought up a few times. No stereo speakers. Yeah, not that I know of. Just that bottom guy. Does does have Bluetooth 5.0, which people are mentioning. Right. That's cool if you want to stream to a couple devices at once. Always big. First phone with Bluetooth 5.0. That's, that's huge. something. <laughs> Samsung does do some firsts, that's for sure. Um, uh, speaker is going to be pretty much like any other Samsung device. I think that has yeah. the single speaker. It's going to be sort of sort of tinny. Um, I'm sure it'll get loud. It's just not going to bump like a U Ultra or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys have any other questions, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, let us know. Uh, so we mentioned New Gear 360. Uh, we don't know when that's coming out, I don't think. But yeah, Tim and I each have one. We don't have any phones that work with them because it only works with the S8 at the moment, I believe. But uh, it's new, redesigned. You could actually put it in your pocket, potentially, unlike the original. It shoots 4K now, I think. Yep. 4K at 24. It's a nice little upgrade. Uh, it's a sweet little upgrade. Yeah. So that th- they announced that. So we got Dex, we got that. There's the new Gear VR with the controller coming out. They announced a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, they, they even announced, what was it called? Samsung Connect or something. And it's their own version of like a mesh wireless network. Yep. Except it has smart things built in. So you don't even need like a smart things hub anymore. Although I don't think they announced any sort of pricing or availability. They were just like, yeah, we're doing a mesh network thing too. <laughs> like, okay, cool guys. <clears throat> yeah. Um, one thing about the Gear uh, 360 that you can live broadcast now and um, they're working with Facebook and YouTube in order to just allow you to broadcast. If I'm out and about and I've got the thing synced up to my phone, I can broadcast a, a 360 video from wherever I am. And I really think that's cool. Uh, I love that. You're of course, it's not going to be 4k. It's going to be limited to 2k. <laughs> so that's still pretty high res. Uh, hope you have a really good data connection if you're on T-Mobile in the sticks or on Sprint in general, may not work too well. But yeah, I I'm really digging the new three three sixty. Although I can't do anything with it, right? Because I don't have a compatible phone, and right now their three sixty app is in beta, so it's yeah. crap. But yeah, work. yeah, we'll see. All right, let's see. So in other news, then if we're done with the S8, I don't really know what to say about the S8 until we get him in hand and we can start playing with the stuff, which will be good times. Great times. Uh, All right, so in other news then, Verizon. Verizon's in some... I actually have an update on this story already. Uh, So earlier in the week, Verizon had told TechCrunch that they were going to start using this new software called AppFlash. And uh, AppFlash is created by the guys who made Eevee Launcher which only became popular, I think, within the last couple of weeks because Google was pushing it. Um, anyway, they, they do some internal app searching within EV Launcher. It's kind of this slick little app searching that allows you to find things on your phone, sort of within your phone better. Uh, and so they created this thing called App Flash that's basically like the advertiser carrier-friendly version. And uh, Verizon announced that they're going to start using it and essentially put this new home screen panel on your phone that allows you to search for apps or within apps. And of course, there's going to be a discover section and probably a sponsored section. So it's like a platform where they can spam ads at you, and then they could also gather all sorts of information about you, and it's like a privacy nightmare. Uh, so they, they announced that kind of slyly 
through TechCrunch, um, and then the EFF got a hold of it today, <clears throat> and they. Uh, this is where things get interesting. So the EFF basically called it spyware. <laughs> like the EFF just went crazy on EF, EF, EFF Electronic Frontier Foundation. They're basically a kind of a watchdog um, for consumer rights when it comes to um, anything electronic, like internet. Uh, wireless and all that stuff. So <laughs> EFF called it spyware. Um, I didn't necessarily go that far, but they basically retracted. So while we were on the show, um, the EFF has basically retracted like everything they said. They sent us an update on it. And there's, this is their update. There's, so their whole post now is crossed out. It says, we have received additional information from Verizon. And based on that info, we're withdrawing this post while we investigate further. The statement says, as we said earlier, we are testing it on one. It's on a single phone, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, the EFF is like back. So Verizon kind of backed away a little bit from this stuff and said, no, it's only in testing and it's on one phone, which is like no guarantee that they're not going to just spam it onto everything. Uh, but the EFF, I don't know if they got like threatened or what happened, but the EFF is uh, backing away now from calling it spyware. Either way, I, it's more bloatware and it's crap. And Verizon shouldn't be trying to install this stuff on anyone's freaking phone. Yeah, I love the EFF and what they do. However, some they sort of jumped to a conclusion. And of course, I mean Verizon Verizon is extremely sneaky. And you always have to be cautious when dealing with a company like this. Of course, they could just say, Hey man, we're just testing it on a phone and you can right. opt in and out. But instead, EFF goes up, and I don't know if anyone saw their actual post on their blog, but the URL slug is first horseman privacy apocalypse yeah. has already it was, arrived. It was way over the top. Yeah. It's way over the top. And like, and I appreciate them calling out what is going on, right? Because consumers do need to be aware. But at the same time, uh, and you're trying to represent consumers. Um, maybe just take it easy a little bit, right? Because you're again, you're dealing with Verizon, and and they're they're slippery. Every time you think you've got them, uh, they'll they'll just say, nope, just testing. It's opt in. It's only on one mid tier phone that probably not many people have. So now, yeah. you you got to be yeah for now. Of course, dot 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 for now. You you just got to be careful <laughs> when your accusations are flying and all that stuff because this story picked up steam extremely quickly. Yeah, kind of. It, it went through. I think it, the story originally started on, at TechCrunch on the twenty eighth, like three days ago, and the EFF picked it up today. And then it's kind of gained a whole bunch of attention because it's the EFF, right. and they call it spyware. So everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Uh, we didn't necessarily call it spyware. It just looks like another terrible advertising tool that these carriers all seem to want to use over and over and over again. Usually until they get a whole bunch of backlash like this. So. Okay. While the EFF is backed away from their ridiculously over the top um, assessment of it, I still think it's a terrible thing. And they're, they're, the fact that this other company wants to gather a whole bunch of information about you, like that's a bad look. And it's, look, we already give too much of our information away, um, oftentimes without even without even saying we want to. And so that this looks like another one of those situations where somebody's gathering all sorts of information about you. And I think like, well, there's obviously some privacy things coming around where internet service providers are going to be able to start basically selling your information, your usage. Like there's some serious concerns out there and it looked really, really bad that Verizon announced this thing like within days of our government basically saying like, yeah, we're going to start selling the shit out of all your information. Like it's not a good look. So yeah, it might not be technically spyware, but it's still bad. And if Verizon does push this, we're going to make sure everyone knows what the hell it is. 
and we're going to tell you how to disable it. We're going to recommend that you disable it. And we're going to fight all like as, as hard as we can because this stuff's garbage. Like no one's asking for this. No one wants a panel on their smartphone that's suggesting and recommending apps, which are just ads. Like none of us want that shit. We already paid, paid hundreds of dollars Verizon for this phone. Ridiculous. I wish I had a soundbite of fight the power that be. That'd Seriously. Be. But it, it's it, kind of funny. To, <laughs> Seriously, the EFF. Oh, they said as a correction. Um while the show started and yeah they've totally changed everything but you're right it was first horseman of the privacy apocalypse <laughs> has arrived they oh went, they went good lord nuts. yeah and yeah. they back to verizon must have gotten a little mad at that oh are you kidding me they probably eff probably heard from one of their top ranking lawyers and they have plenty of them I said, you know but, what? Which is weird because I thought the EFF basically said, like, this is spyware because it's gathering, uh, you know, private information about you. And it's just another opportunity for hackers to attack something. We don't know what the security is like on this. I thought what they were saying was actually pretty valid. No, they just, just kind of went a little nuts with the title. It's a mischaracterization of what is actually going on, considering that users can opt in and opt out. Because you can't label right. something as a spyware if you can opt in and opt out That's of it. True. Like That is a good point. Yeah. So it is a mischaracterization basically to sum it up but at the same time it's not that it's a good thing of course it sucks but it is sort of it was a little naughty of eff i think to take it that far it was they went a little nuts yeah anyway that's it we'll we'll keep you updated on that but yes they have fully backed away from their spyware claim we just called it dirty ass bloatware which is what it is but it's not it's not necessarily spyware uh we mentioned the g6 available at verizon already so if you want to go pick up a g6 uh, you can't again. Tim and I'll have reviews on that next week. Get really yourself get a phone. free TV. Yeah, yeah, you can get a free TV and then still get a Google free Google Home. I will say the the G six is a really nice phone, and we've been using it as the phone, you know, all day, every day for a good week or so now. Really good phone. Um, I just have issues with the camera. I think the camera is ridiculously slow um, for a modern smartphone. It should not be as slow as it is. Um, and I'm, I'm talking slow in terms of launching and taking your first shot. It's just, it's insane how slow it is, but otherwise, you know, it's fine. It's an LG phone. Um, it's their best design phone to date. The display is nice. The cameras do take pretty decent pictures. Once you get that thing fired up, it does. Um, battery life's pretty normal. I mean, there's, there's not a lot to dislike about the phone. I just, I just, Samsung just did what they did this week. That's all. They slayed. Yeah. All right, uh, Android Wear 2.0. It's been a controversial update in, in, in the way that uh, no one's seen it. So Android Wear 2.0 was announced how long ago? At MWC, right? So like over a month ago. And uh, Google said it's rolling out. It's rolling out. It's rolling out. And no one got it. And then Fossil was like, it's rolling out. It's rolling out. And then no one that owns a Fossil watch got it. And so everyone kind of was like, uh, is this really rolling out? So anyway, Google addressed the, uh, the issue finally and said, uh, a few here's like three watches that are getting it um the rest of them aren't getting it because there's a bug and we have to fix it so we don't know now eventually they'll fix it and it'll roll out the tech Hoyer connected the original was supposed to be one of those first to get it i still don't have the update and google announced this like a couple days ago i still don't have the update so yeah i did see someone in uh, the comments of that post saying that his tag uh did receive the update um <laughs> but that it was like broken really? so yeah so tags probably pulled it now too then I would hope so. Yeah, the Wear 2.0 update has uh, not exactly gone smoothly. That's for sure. 
it's unfortunate because it is a good update, right? It, like it runs so good on that watch sport. And uh, it's unfortunate that all these people running that old Android wear have to like wait like it uh, for this. Um, it's unfortunate. It really brings sort of like new life uh, to these aging devices. And that's a good thing because people want updates, right? So yeah, for sure. I mean, you always want the the shiny new software unless you're a Samsung phone owner. Oh God. Yeah, I still don't have the update. Yeah, I'm I'm saddened that Google is not more transparent about really what's going on. They just said, oh, "Yep, right. found found a bug." Um, well, yeah, and a month later, right? They told everyone this stuff's rolling out. Get yeah. your update on. It's going to be awesome. And then here we are. They somebody had to finally reach out to them and go, "Hey guys." It's been like a month. What's going on? Oh, yeah, there's a bug. It's cool, though. No, it's not cool, Google. You told us it was coming like a month ago. We're handling it. Yeah, so they they didn't specify what kind of bug or give any type of time frame as to when it might be fixed. Right. Uh, Pretty typical Google. Like, it does not surprise me. Yeah. It's just, like I said, unfortunate. All right, so Google Home, uh, not necessarily an update to Google Home, but now Google Home, as of this week, supports a whole bunch of new uh, smart home services. So it's finally we're finally getting there. It's taken a while, but we're we're there. So it now supports. Let's see, Wink, which is a smart hub, TP Link. So some of the TP Link products, I'm imagining just their some of their routers. Uh, LifeX, I just want to call them LifeX, L-I-F-X. They're a, a smart light bulb company. Best Buy Insignia, which are basically smart plugs, uh, Ratio sprinklers, August smart locks, first alert smoke alarms, some security systems, some limited frigid air system products, actually quite a bit of stuff. So <clears throat> if you own a bunch of smart home products, Google Home actually might not support your stuff finally outside of just smart things and whatever the other one was initially. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Google Home is what it is. Do you like your Google Home? Like, do you use your Google Home? Every day. Okay. I do use ours mostly to turn lights off and on and every once in a while to check the weather, but I don't really know what else I've used it for. I I mean, I typically just use it for a timer in the kitchen. It's a glorified timer, Uh, but I also use it to play music while I'm cooking. I love just like rocking out and cooking up food. So it's nice to have there. I don't really do like the what's my day look like? Like I don't have a calendar uh, sync to it or anything like that. And I don't cast anything like, Hey, blah, 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 play this from Netflix or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't use it as much as I could, but I certainly use it every day. Yeah. I still feel like I have to yell at it half the time for it to recognize my voice. Although <laughs> yeah. that seems to be a little bit better in the last week. I don't know if that's just me thinking that or what the deal is there. I've just found myself yelling at it now instead of like just talking to it. Like, I speak more loudly to make sure that it hears me. Yeah, because initially it was so bad. Like you would say the command and it would never hear you and like yell at it. Yeah. You can, there's a big difference between what Google Home has in terms of the mics and Amazon's like seven different far field mics. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If you have an echo around, you barely say the name and it just goes, lights up. Yeah. Anyways, Google Home has new stuff. That's a big deal. Uh, Andy Rubin. Uh, co-founder of Android, Godfather of Android, uh, is back in the game. Apparently, actually, we we knew this was coming. So back in 2015, December 2015, uh, report. I can't remember who it was from. Probably the information. I think 
uh, said that Andy Rubin was putting together a new smartphone company and they were going to take over the world. And then a few months ago, another report suggested the company was called Essential and their smartphone might launch in 2017 with a big old display and no bezels and premium materials and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, this week, uh, Ruben uh, tweeted a picture. Was it this week? Yeah, it was like Monday, right? Yeah. Tweeted a little picture and uh, he said, I'm really excited about how this is shaping up, eager to get in more people's hands. And it was like him or somebody's hand holding a phone. And it's a phone that has no bezel and it clearly is running Android. Although apparently Eric Schmidt confirmed a couple days later that it's running Android. It's like, who thought it was running something else? Anyway, Andy Rubin, Teasel smartphone. That's all we know. It's got little bezels and uh, it runs Android and it can connect to LTE. All I know is that from the picture that we have, um, it's 2 p.m. on the phone and the battery is almost dead. <laughs> so, um, and the connection, the LTE connection is like zero bars. Yeah, so I'm a little concerned already, um, but that's okay. I mean, you know, the design sort of is similar to like a G6 or a Xiaomi Mi Mix 2, rounded display. Yeah, rounded corners up there. Yeah, minimal bezel. It looks like a phone. Like from 2017. Yeah, there's not really much to grab from it. There's some buttons on the side, maybe. Yeah, button. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this picture yeah, does not give us too much except for a dead battery yeah. by 2 p.m. Yeah, pretty much. And you can death grip it <laughs> and not give it so the, cell service. The, the rumor the other day was that it was at least a 5.5 inch big old display. And like this guy totally gripping it as if it's like a tiny little two inch phone. Or, or he's got ginormous shack hands. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Shack hands. Such a sneaky photo. So we'll probably know more soon, I would imagine. Oh, we will. But Ruben's got a bunch of people apparently working for him from Google and Apple and HTC and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I like, um, I love the idea. Not a huge fan of the company's name, Essential. Uh, I think that's borderline pretentious. Uh, (laughs) Other than that. Other than that. I love me some Andy Rubin. Just that name's got to go. That name sucks. <laughs> if I'm keeping it real. It's a solid nerd name, that's for sure. Essential? No. it's a, That sounds like a perfume line. No, I mean Andy Rubin, the name. Oh, Andy Rubin, yeah. <laughs> Essential, Hard though, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of pretentious. Essential by Calvin Klein. Yeah, it also does sound like a cologne. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so that happens to you. We don't know anything else about it other than he has a phone. People are working on it, and it can. And Shaq's got one, apparently. <laughs> Good for Shaq. Always on the cutting edge. Yeah. Wow. All right. Anything else going on this week? Uh, no, not any huge like app releases or anything like that. We we got Super Mario Run last week, so that pretty much sums up the game sphere of Android game sucks <laughs> i played it some more last night and it's just like not really enjoyable yeah i don't think anyone else is playing it either yeah. we haven't mentioned it since it came out and no one's complained no so all right cool well busy week i mean it was it was the galaxy s8 week that's yeah. kind of what happened uh real quick seen a few people talking about uh frames per second in terms of the camera video capture on the s8 uh i didn't personally look into it i totally spaced on it like i just tried out the camera in general and it looked great however i, I have seen 
uh, from others that it is limited to 240. So you're not going to be seeing like a thousand frames per second or anything like that. Um, maybe it'll come later, but at this time, I don't believe it's uh, anything special. It's the 240, same as you can. Yeah, get they didn't mention Pixel. like special slow mo or anything. They barely even talked about the camera. Right. It was because one of those things where it was the same camera and they didn't have anything else to say. Yeah. It, the camera was fast. I mean, we were using pre-production stuff, but it fired up with the little two, two button click on the side, fired up, snapped a bunch of pictures, just like, just like you always have. And their, their cameras have always been one of the fastest to launch. So, right. Someone's asking if it can do 4k 60 frames a second. Highly, highly unlikely. <laughs> I think I have video of the camera software somewhere. I don't know if it was 60. I don't think so. My camera's welcome, right here, man. but I need to dive into it. The files are not on computer. Yep. Sorry, folks. It's okay. The on-screen buttons, though. Welcome to the future, Samsung. We love you. As long as we can theme the stupid icons of them. I hate their little icons with the missing pieces and stuff. I think it's kind of cool. <clears throat> it's way too robotic for me or something. Yeah, like I think it's it's something different, right? Like I definitely I appreciate just the stock android buttons i really like the ones on the pixel um that special little home button uh but really looking forward to the essay i don't know if anyone can tell but um sort of sort of looking forward to it yeah i've got the bigsby goggles on and all i can see is the s8 yeah yeah, we only got a few weeks to go so that'll be fun all right well uh thanks for joining us everyone yeah Episode 138 in the books. So many episodes. Well, almost 150. What are we going to do? Something real. Yeah, I see your I shirt. Know what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a new shirt. I want that shirt. Everyone yeah. wants that shirt. I've seen a few people saying, I'll, I'll drive to Portland and take that. Oh, so, you guys have seen the new shirt. Huh? They've seen it. They have seen it. Uh, all right. Stay tuned on that. Stay tuned on the shirt. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have a nice weekend, everyone. Be safe out there. Peace. Peace.